Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace theology segment. My name is Dave and I'm the host for this podcast. And on today's show, one of our listeners writes in and they have a great question. Is there a difference in meaning between Jesus Christ and Christ Jesus? You see, while while Jesus is the human name given to the Son of God in his incarnation, where he was born to his mother Mary, the title Christ, it means Messiah. It means anointed one or chosen one. In the New Testament, a writer may use Jesus Christ, placing the human name first. Other times, a writer will use the title Christ Jesus, putting the title first. The usage of this term, Jesus and Christ Jesus, has led many people to ask the question that I'm aiming to answer in this show. Is there a difference in meaning between Jesus Christ and Christ Jesus? Well, you see, linguistics is a study of languages. In this field, we discover that that word order can be changed for emphasis. In the English, uh, words words placed at the beginning or end of a sentence, they receive more attention typically than words in between. And so we might say in English, we we can only then be sure to emphasize the word sure in that sentence. And by saying only then we can be sure, we're placing the stress on the condition of surety, only then. In the Greek and the Hebrew, which the Bible is written in, are, are also subject to shifts in emphasis and even in order. And the main difference between Jesus Christ and Christ Jesus, they're, they're very minor, they're also very significant. To use the title Christ on either side of the personal name of Jesus is to attribute the Lord the same honor and the same meaning. In Philippians 2, 5-11, through 11, it's known as an early Christian hymn which was passed on orderly to help the people of God keep their theology on the right path. And in that text in Philippians 2, the Apostle Paul speaks of the kenosis, which is the emptying of Jesus Christ when he took on human form. The emptying being spoken of here refers to the Lord divesting himself of the independent use of his divine attributes. For in becoming fully man, the Son of God became the suffering servant of Isaiah 52 and 53. The Lord Jesus did this to reconcile sinners to God in his finished and sufficient work. In Philippians 2, Christ Jesus comes first. In Philippians 2, 5, Jesus Christ is used in Philippians 2, 11. And the switch in Philippians 2 from Christ Jesus to Jesus Christ, it fits the theme of Paul's quotations in Philippians 2. So that him that Paul uses to begin with God becoming man, thus Christ Jesus, it emphasizes the heavenly title and then the human nature. The, the hymn ends with the Lord ascending to glory. And so Jesus Christ refers to his human nature. And then the heavenly title is given. The Lord's designation reflects the direction he's taking. Paul uses Christ Jesus more frequently than any of the other apostles who usually use Jesus Christ. So the Apostle John never uses Christ Jesus, but he also, but he always says first, Jesus Christ. The the human name first. And so the differences between Christ Jesus and Jesus Christ, they're subtle, 
but they're essential. In many cases, they're insignificant. Placing the human name Jesus first, it emphasizes the humanity of the Lord, whereas putting Christ first emphasizes the deity of the Lord. Either way, Jesus is fully God, fully man. He is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed, the chosen one of God. Now, we also need to say Christ is used more for Jesus in the New Testament, some 531 times, uh, that more than any other title than to describe the Lord Jesus. Christ describes the function or even the role of Jesus it is not uh, the last name of the Lord Jesus, as some people think. Even though our English translations of the Greek New Testament, they refer to Jesus Christ, the more proper title is Jesus the Christ. Now, it's not inappropriate to refer to the Lord as Christ because he's the final holder of such a title and the only one in whom finds its ultimate meaning and purpose. Christ comes from the Greek word Christos, which is a translation of the Hebrew word Mashiach, which is translated Messiah or Anointed One. It see, before the Lord was born, anyone whom God anointed for specific tasks would be called a Christ or even a Messiah. Prophets, priests, and kings were all anointed under the Old Covenant. Such a point helps make helps us make sense that when biblical authors call Jesus the Christ, they're alluding to the threefold office of the Lord Jesus as prophet, priest, and king. Despite the prophets being called Christ during the Old Testament, they were only pointers who predicted the glory of God in Christ alone. He would alone redeem his people, right? The redeeming Messiah is seen in Cyrus, God's anointed, the pagan king of Persia. And so to call the pagan king Cyrus Christ does not indicate his salvation, but instead it points to his work in setting the captives of the nation of Israel free. So the Lord God anointed Cyrus, whom he selected to conquer Babylon and to release the Jewish exiles in 536 BC to return to the homeland of Israel. Cyrus's liberation, it pointed to the great salvation for the people of God from sin and death that the suffering servant would accomplish on behalf of the people of God in his finished and sufficient work. As prophet, priest, and king, the Lord Jesus speaks by the word of God to the people of God. He intercedes for them and he leads them to final victory over Satan. And the final triumph of the Lord Jesus is assured because he is the Christ, the Messiah, whom God the Father has set over all. Christ may be one of the most meaningful titles of Jesus with a rich meaning because it highlights his threefold office as prophet, priest, and king and all that is connected to them. You see, as humanity suffers the effects of the fall, we need someone to reveal the character of God to us, to intercede for us, to lead the way that we should go. And God has not left us without the final word in the word who came in the flesh in Jesus Christ to pay the penalty we justly deserve and to rise again. So let us then, as the people of God, be thankful that God the Father did not neglect our great need for Christ, but he instead has sent the Christ for the sake of the people of God to save, to sanctify, and glorify a people for his own possession and his own glory. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next time, may the Lord richly bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. 
If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.